Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the story surrounding Twitter's potential whistleblower. Then finally, we'll be celebrating and reflecting on 100 episodes. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. The Department of Justice has charged a California man with using false identities to defraud multiple victims and companies. Russell Lewis, who has had numerous aliases, allegedly convinced two victims to give him $3.5 million for an investment, but ultimately, he never paid back those funds. Our would-be criminal convinced investors that he was worth $30 billion and told victims that he worked for the CIA and was a rabbi. Another scheme included in the criminal complaint is that Lewis allegedly claimed that he had the money to buy an unnamed company out of bankruptcy for $290 million. This claim resulted in weeks of due diligence in which Lewis and his employees had access to the company's business records. Lewis is being charged with three counts of wire fraud, which each carry a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and one count of aggravated identity theft, which also carries a mandatory consecutive sentence of 24 months in prison. It's important that we all remember that these are only allegations, and they have to be proven in a court of law, and that Lewis is innocent until found guilty by a jury of his peers. We've been following the American Data Privacy and Protection Act, which is making its way through Congress. The current version of the bill contains a provision that would preempt stronger state privacy laws. Well, California is not happy. The California Privacy Protection Agency has written letters to members of the California Congressional Delegation expressing its opposition to the American Data Privacy and Protection Act. There is fear that in privacy circles, California could derail the passage of a federal privacy law. Our next story is a follow-up story. Last episode, we talked about the U.S. Treasury Department issuing sanctions against crypto mixer Tornado Cash. Now the Washington Post is reporting that the Netherlands Physical Information and Investigation Services has arrested the suspected developer behind Tornado Cash. Dutch authorities are stating that the developer is suspected of being involved in concealing criminal financial flows and facilitating money laundering. Criminal hackers attacked South Staffordshire Water, a company supplying 330 million liters of water to 1.6 million customers daily in the United Kingdom. According to the company, the safety of the water and distribution system are still operational and the disruption to the IT system didn't impact the supply of safe water to customers. There are two things that makes this story interesting. First, the attack targeted a water system. This is a real concern and part of a growing trend. Second, it appears that our attackers made a mistake. The ransomware group mistakenly claimed 
that it had accessed Thames Water instead of South Staffordshire Water. Thames Water is UK's largest water supplier and serves the Greater London area. The attackers then reached out to Thames Water, claiming that they had infiltrated their system, but the attackers actually hadn't breached Thames Water. The ransomware group eventually fixed their mix-up. This is a story that we will certainly be keeping our eyes on because of the importance of our water systems. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cyber incident report rolled all into one. Apple released an emergency security update last week to fix two zero-day vulnerabilities previously exploited by attackers to hack iPhones, iPads, and Macs. So what are zero-day vulnerabilities? Zero-day vulnerabilities are security flaws known by attackers or researchers before the software vendor has become aware of or has been able to patch them up. Apple says this flaw would allow an attacker to perform arbitrary code execution. It is very important that everyone update their devices. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now for our main topic. Former Twitter security head has filed a complaint alleging that the company misled regulators about lax security and spam. He also claims that Twitter violated the terms of an 11-year-old settlement with the Federal Trade Commission by falsely claiming that it had solid security plans in place. The complaint alleges that the head of security had warned colleagues that half of the company's servers were running out of date and vulnerable software. People are calling him a whistleblower. But is he? Twitter CEO is calling him a disgruntled former employee. So what exactly is the difference between a whistleblower and an upset employee? The Office of the Director of National Intelligence provides that whistleblowing is the lawful disclosure of information. A disclosure reasonably believes evidence is wrongdoing to an authorized recipient. It's a mechanism to get the right information to the right people so that they can counter wrongdoings. The tool is designed for reporting wrongdoing, but it's not for personal grievances, policy disputes, or management disagreements. Some of the complaints appear to fall into the policy and management issue category. For example, the complaint details leadership dysfunction that focuses primarily on the CEO. According to the complaint, in a 12-month period, the head of Twitter security could manage only six one-on-one calls with the CEO, and all of those calls lasted less than 30 minutes. At the time, the CEO of Twitter was Jack Dorsey, and according to the complaint, when the head of security was able to talk with Mr. Dorsey, the head of security did almost all of the talking, and Dorsey said perhaps 50 words in their entire year in communication. But other allegations, if proven true, clearly fall under the definition of whistleblower. We will certainly be following this story. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, we have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the DJ Khaled God Did Award. For my hip-hop fans, you recognize this is the title of DJ Khaled's new album. 
and the name of the best song on that album. We are celebrating 100 episodes. When I started this podcast during the 2020 pandemic lockdown, I did not expect it to last this long. And frankly, most podcasts don't. Apple Podcasting's library has over 2 million shows. About a quarter of those shows only have one episode. And over 60% have less than 10 episodes. So 100 episodes and thousands of downloads is amazing. I could not have done this without everyone listening, subscribing, and supporting. I didn't think I would be at this point, but God did. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.